Walking out on stage to 10,000 students at Newcastle Uni during O-Week, feeling the energy in the room before you even strike a note, hearing the drummer click the sticks to set the tempo for the first song, and then watching the sea of people pumping to the music you're playing. It's an amazing thing to experience. And when you get along well with the others you're playing with, it's even better. Sitting on a bus touring through Queensland and New South Wales for several weeks at a time with other musicians who don't shower regularly, who talk endlessly about their alleged sexual escapades, who think of nothing of blowing smoke in your face when you're a non-smoker, who expect everyone else to carry and set up for them, but will not reciprocate the favour. That's not so much fun. At one time I was working for 15 or 16 different acts, ranging from duos to cover bands and to tribute and also tribute shows. And I was even able to sneak in the odd solo gig and play some jazz in a small ensemble I had going as well when we were free, which wasn't that often. But anyway, things were going quite well for me at that time. So how do you get to work regularly as a musician? Being able to play well is a given, but the best player is not always the best musician to work with. Someone can always improve on their instrument. They might find it harder to improve on their personality. Let's talk about a few things that will see you in demand. First of all, obviously, do be the best player that you can be. Keep working at your craft. The playing that landed me my first professional gigs as a teenager is an embarrassment to me now. Music is a journey, not a destination. You can't think you've made it because someone else will go past you while you're looking at your own reflection. Be a good person. Be someone that others want to be around. There have been musicians I've been booked to play with that I've dreaded seeing again because they were simply horrible people. Be considerate, be respectful, be helpful. Yes, some people will always be jerks no matter how well you treat them. Just focus on you and how you treat others. Be on time. Axel Rose might think it's okay to walk on stage whenever he feels like it. We are not Axel Rose. Job sheet says the gig starts at eight. Be ready to play at eight. If you book for three sets, give the venue three good sets. Give them value for money. Be respectful of other people's time. I was in a band for a short period of time with an older gentleman and he had been one of my childhood heroes. I remember watching him on Simon Townsend's Wonderworld of all things after school. And there I was pinching myself as I stood across from him in, a, in the room of a rehearsal studio. And at that point, I also found out how much he liked to smoke dope. Now, what people do in their private lives is their business. But when you are paying for studio time and someone turns up when they want, then says they can't start until they've smoked whatever it is they want to smoke, and you spend another hour or two before you can actually start, well, time is too precious to waste. Learn your parts. Put in the appropriate amount of effort to go with your skill level so that you can play what you need to at the rehearsal and then at the gig. Once again, be respectful of other people's time with that as well. It's not good enough to turn up to a rehearsal and go, oh yeah, I didn't learn that, when three or four of the other guys in the band have learned it. Dress appropriately for the gig. I filled in for a band once at the last minute. I didn't know them at all. And we had simply had one conversation over the phone before the gig. I remember what I wore because of the response I got from the singer. But what I was wearing, I thought was entirely appropriate for the club that we were booked at. I had on a black silk shirt and a vest. 
given my age at the time, I probably had a ponytail as well, which was quite common in the mid-90s. The singer rubbished me for my look, telling me I was a pretentious git. And what did he wear? He was wearing a grey t-shirt with a beetroot stain on the front, courtesy of the hamburger he'd eaten before the gig, and then he didn't bother to change the t-shirt when he got on stage. When you were booked to play at a wedding gig with a power couple, she a top lawyer, he a top accountant for two very big Australian firms, and they say it is formal dress, you wear formal dress. Gentlemen, you wear a suit. Don't turn up in a t-shirt and say it's okay because it's your favourite one. This happened to me with someone I had to book for a wedding to fill in at the last minute because someone else was sick. And they were told of the dress code. And when you were booked to play with a band that plays funky, jazzy blues and soul, and they all wear suits on stage, the Metallica metal up your ass t-shirt and ripped black jeans is probably not the look they want from you. This also happened with a band that I ran and how a fill-in keyboard player turned up after being told how everyone else would be dressed. I'm not just having a go at keyboard players today in case you're thinking that. Help set up and pack up. I once worked with a singer, he sang, and I did everything else. I booked all the gigs, owned the PA, drove him to everything, I set up and packed up. He would go off and eat while I set up, and then go off and talk to other people after the gig. A couple of times he told me to pack up faster at the end of the gig because he wanted to go. Now that is extreme, but some people, and not just singers, make no effort to help anyone else. Turning up just as things are about to start, or walking out at the end of the night consistently, can be a bit rude. Don't badmouth others. Some musicians have egos far bigger than their actual talent. I have been privileged to have met, and even played with, some truly world-class musicians, especially in the jazz field. And for the most part, I have found them to be humble, engaging, and great people to talk and to work with. I've also worked with a lot of people who have been seen on shows such as Australian Idol, X Factor or The Voice. Some of them have not possessed the talent that they believed they had simply because they were on a TV show. And they have thrown tantrums and slagged off others openly because they believed they were better than they truly were. I also remember working for another person and we were actually opening for Marsha Hines. She's a pretty huge name in the Australian music industry and deserves every plaudit that she gets. This singer brushed her off like she was nothing. It was ridiculous and incredibly rude. The music industry in Australia is small and word gets around pretty quickly. And this ties into my next point, be humble. I knew a band once who thought they were incredible because they were paid $300 and they played to a school one lunchtime with a few hundred kids watching them. Now, I'm not knocking that at all. And I remember being very excited the first time I got paid some decent money for playing anywhere and you know my first few gigs I thought were the most important things ever but put that into perspective or keep it in perspective a few days later a group of us were out and one of the guitarists was with us he was barred from entering in the nightclub we were trying to go into because his jeans were ripped and his response don't you know who I am I am the guitarist for said band the, uh, the guy the daughter's told him he was a wanker and full of it. And he was for trying that. Don't be wasted on stage. I've heard older musicians tell me of the so-called glory days of hard living musicians in the pubs and clubs. Whatever we make of that, times have changed. In a band I had once, the keyboard player took something out in the car park before we started. And then he stood on the stage like a zombie for much of the gig, 
When he did play, it was terrible. The drummer ended up throwing his stick bag at him out of frustration because he had completely zoned out during an intro to a song. Some clubs now will demand to see such things as public liability insurance before you play. And with OH&S laws what they are, we can't act like this. It's also pretty disrespectful to the other musicians, venue staff and the audience. And remember that venue, the venue and the staff are paying for you to be there. Finally, with this, don't play people off against one another. Keep the silly games out of it. The days of me playing for 15 or 16 different acts are over. The days of me playing 20, 30 or more gigs a month are also over. Live music is not what it was once. So give yourself every advantage you can by being the sort of musician others want to work with and for.